Hey everyone, it's me, Dan, from the Dan and Rob Show, and today is October the 7th, 2018, and today we'll be talking about divorce. Yes, I know it's a hard word to say, divorce, um, but I've got an awesome, awesome guest on the show. I got to interview Josh. He's from the Middle East, and he's a single dad of two daughters, and here's the interview I did with him. All right, hey Dan, so um, I'm Josh. And, um, <laughs> probably a little bit different than most of your podcast guests. Um, uh, I'm, uh, I feel like I have like a, my, my story is a little bit different considering that I'm, I'm here in the Middle East. <laughs> um, and, uh, I'm actually, um, originally from Canada and, um, I'm originally from Canada. My parents are immigrants from Ukraine. So I'm sort of like a, uh, I guess uh, I would say maybe a second generation immigrant. Um, my parents are from Ukraine. My grandparents are from Ukraine. They were in Canada for about 35 years. And uh, I actually came here to Israel when I was about, uh, you know, it was about 12 years ago. Um, I'm 31 right now. And uh, so I've been here for about 12 years. And I actually came here on a, on a search, on a journey, you know, looking for myself. And, uh, People ask me, you know, when I say that, people are like, so how do you found yourself? And, um, you, know, and, and, you know, I've also mentioned to people that I also, you know, I've got, I came here looking for meaning and looking for inspiration in my life and looking for direction. Um, most kids after high school, I mean, as far as I know, from the circles that I grew up with, uh, would, uh, head out, would head out to university and stuff like that. Um, I was not, uh, I didn't do that personally. And uh, I sort of, you know, took the course, the path that I guess, what I felt like doing at that time. So, uh, here now for about 12 years. And um, I personally, I've actually, I was, uh, I was married for about seven years. And I was, I've, you know, been divorced now for a couple of years. Um, and which is, you know, which is different from, you know, a lot of the people that, that I speak to and that I meet, you know, I was married at 22 and I, and that's, I personally think that's pretty, um, I, I, I wouldn't mind, want my 22 year old making a, you know, like decision like that at that age, but obviously, you know, she would be at her own, she's her own person. By the way, I got two girls, um, my girls, Avia and uh, Aiden. Amazing girls. Um, my older one is seven. My younger one is four years old. And uh, so I was. Uh, so I came here actually on, on, on you know sort of a, a spiritual journey. I ended up uh, doing some volunteer work here, and I ended up um, in a religious seminary where um, you know in in a city uh, called Plot, and when I ended up uh, studying uh, you know religious studies here, and. Um, I am not a, you know, I'm not a religious person anymore, per se, in, in the sense of uh, actual, you know, in, in a religious, uh, orthodox way, but I am pretty religious within my, my beliefs and my ideals, meaning, you know, the, 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 the core values and beliefs I really try to, uh, you know, to, to stand by in my life. Uh, and... I was married at 22. Uh, I, just, I wanted, you know, I wanted to find my partner. I wanted to find my love, and, and um, I don't think that was uh, the most, uh, you know, 
looking back, it wasn't the best decision at that age. You know, I, I feel like I'm only, you know, I feel like I'm only becoming a man right now. Like, I feel like I'm just starting to learn right now. You know what I mean? Um, so, I, <laughs> which is pretty funny. <laughs> Uh, because at that at that time I was like, hey, dude, you know exactly what you're doing. You know, you know, this is what you want. This is what you're set out to do in life. You got to find yourself. You know, find yourself a woman. You know, set up a family, um, and all of those things without even you know without any uh, financial plan, without any sort of anything like that. I was like totally out of a limb. Um, and uh, so. My wife and I, we had lived together for seven years. My first daughter, Abia, was born um, immediately, uh, I would say about a year into the marriage, right? Uh, and and then and my second daughter, Aiden, was born, uh, she's four years old now. Uh, so, however long later that is. And uh, there's a lot of, uh, as, as, a, as a, you know, I'm a Canadian a Jewish Canadian who came to Israel, uh, and uh, it's a whole other experience living in this part of the world when you get divorced. I mean, I think, right? I think that everyone that gets divorced goes through very similar, you know, situations. Uh, but for myself personally, you know, I, I went through a divorce. Um, you know, I had friends and community around, but I didn't have much, you know, actual family. I don't have any family here. Uh, whatsoever, they're all living back in Canada, and uh, that was uh, that was tough, and it's still tough per se. Um, absolutely, I think I still go through the difficulties of uh, being a single dad, uh, being a single dad here, and um, you know, like in any other situation, in most situations, you know, uh, at least the majority of situations, divorce is is, is tough. The people don't just get divorced because you know. They, you know, that's what makes them feel good. People cut to a point, you know, in their relationship where they realize that it's not, there is, you know, there is not appropriate to move forward. Um, and, you know, I didn't want to, uh, you know, it was agreed upon, you know, that, that it was would not be better for ourselves to raise children, you know, in a family, you know, with, with two parents that were just not able. And it's a hard decision. I, uh, you know, I come from, um, you know, actually my parents are divorced also, um, you know, and um, they divorced when I was about uh, 16 years old. So it's, 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 it's particularly, you know, it's in my family and it's also something that, you know, you realize that I don't want my kids to see a relationship between two people be uh, negative like that in the sense that what's the point of, you know, of, of continuing and pushing relationship if it's going, you know, if we're going to model something to our children that's not going to be something that's sustainable or that's not going to be something that, you know, we would want them to, you know, to copy out, you know, in, in the rest of their lives. So, uh, we we had got divorced, and obviously that's that's a pretty freaking difficult situation. Um, and you know, I'm all about not blaming people here. Um, I've taken the course in my life to not to not blame to take responsibility for things. You know, so I don't want to go into a whole discourse of of what our disagreements with you know with, with 
my ex-wife and I, but obviously we did have disagreement. And um, the main thing was that, you know, I, I really, really wanted to be able to make sure that I maintained my position as a father for my daughters. I'm a pretty paternal father, I would say. Um, I actually uh, delivered my second daughter. <laughs> um, my second daughter, I, I didn't do it by myself, uh, but I was the, an unbelievable experience. And I think it really represents a lot of a lot of our connection and a lot of you know how how close we are. Um, but um, we were living in a, in a town, and uh, my uh, my ex wife had decided she you know she wanted to move uh, about 65, 70 kilometers away. Um, that was her choice and her you know career path. I did not agree with it at that point in time, and I did not agree with it, and uh, because. You know that uh, my the majority of, of, of the money that I was making was you know was centered in the area where my ex and I were living. Now I was also paying child support, so you know I, I said, hey, this is not something that I that I really want. You know I don't want this to happen. I, I I've heard too many stories to you know about parents getting divorced. Um, you know parents getting split up and not just too many stories, but also from my own personal experiences in life. And, you know, I think, I know parents have to be there for their kids. Moms have to be there. Dads have to be there for their kids. We can't underestimate the importance of us being there for our children. It is so, 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 so core, you know, key on a personal level on our own level, and then also, you know, from, from their from their point of view, we brought these kids into this world. It is our responsibility to raise them as best as we could. And on top of that, you know, having you know, imagine if you're a kid, right? Your parents are together and they split up, and all of a sudden you're not seeing your dad or your mom anymore. That freaking sucks. That's terrible. Who who? What kind of child wants to experience such a thing? And you know. I grew up. Um, my mom did most of, you know, the raising me. My my dad was uh, was not. He was out working. You know, he wasn't exactly uh, so present. And I took it upon myself. I said, I am making sure that I am going to be there. I am their dad. I am not going to let anything, anything, rip us apart. And you know that that also brought on something else that I that I also realized um, was that in many many situations, so many situations, when couples get divorced, they're so hurt. Damn it! You don't understand it. It is it is so 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 hurtful for both sides. And what happens when you you know when but many people, you get hurt. You know, you want to hurt back, especially when you, you share so much of your life together. You've invested so much of your time together. You want to, you know, many people fall into this trap of just like wanting to, to get them back, you know, get the other spouse back. And, 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 and what I've seen and, and what, I've, you know, from noticing around me is that, that these people, you know, divorced couples were in these court battles that, that Really, I did. I did not want to put my kids 
in a position to be involved in a court battle between um, my ex and I, uh, specifically a court battle that involved where they were living. Um, the reality was is that if I, you know, if I had to, if I stayed in my place of living and, and my ex had moved up with my kids to the other city and I said, hey, let's take her to court. And if I did, it would have been on the weekends. And I'm not here to punish. I'm not here to hurt the other person. I doubled down on what I thought was the main freaking priority. That priority, my kids. And I believe for every other parent out there, every single parent, their kids got to be their goddamn priority. You cannot let that go. And that is, you have that on so many different levels, whether it's, you know, whether it's, you know, deciding what you do when, when you're involved in, in, in a, you know, in a custody battle, or whether it's what you're doing when, with your, when, when you're raising your child, deciding what you're going to be feeding them, deciding what kind of schedule, you know, you're giving them, deciding how you're raising them. Every single one of these things is so important. It's so key. These are our kids. These are kids that are going to grow up to be you know, that are going to grow into this world. This is our future. This is the future of this earth. This is, this is, these are our children, you know, from every single side and every single angle. It is so. And, um, I decided, I said, hey, you know, I am not going to go the route of taking her. I'm not going to, I'm, I'm going to focus on my kids and my priorities. I am going to, I'm going to move. And at that point in time, um, I was paying a very substantial amount of alimony per month child support, um, even though, you know, my children were with me about half of the time, and, um, you know, I'm, I'm not going to get into all the details right now, but, you know, I will say right now that, you know, for an individual to pay out, you know, to pay, to pay large sums of money while he's caring for and paying for his children's bills, bills and needs uh, is not appropriate. I, I truly believe that each parent should be paying half each, especially if their kids are with them at the time. Um, you know, but I do understand situations where the mother depends on the father's income and, and you know, it's all, it's appropriate for them until they get on their two feet in order, you know, to be able to take, take the money in order to support themselves and get, get themselves moving forward. So that's not the point. Um, the point here is, is that, uh, I decided that I would reconstruct, you know, my life, I would make the move in order to make sure that I maintained the relationship with my daughters. And uh, so I had, so when I, I couldn't move to the city that they had moved to, um, that city was about 65 kilometers away. Um, and at that point in time, I didn't think it was appropriate for me to leave the majority of, you know, the main city where my income was, which was, uh, was Jerusalem. Um, so what I did is I had, I had to find somewhere that I could afford at that point in time that would be close enough to my daughters, but also close enough to the city where I was uh, where I was running my business. And uh, that city was Rehovot, uh, another city in Israel, nice little nice little city. Um, and uh, it was an experiment. Um, that city was still far from, you know, still not close enough. It was about 35 kilometers away from where they were living with their mother. And, and that meant that I, you know, I was taking them to school 
And then after school, I would drive down, you know, to Jerusalem. So let, let's just, let's, let's put this for a second. Taking them to school was, was about 45 minutes, dropping them off, then taking them, going, driving from there, you know, where their school was to, you know, to work in Jerusalem was about an hour and a half because I was, you know, right during the traffic times. Uh, and I spent most of my days driving. Um, a lot of driving, I had to go down in, in, in terms of my custody uh, schedule a little bit uh, because it was just purely, it was, it was not possible to, to have them half of the time completely. It, wasn't, it was hard for me and hard for them, um, you know, with all that driving, you know, uh, but that's what I was doing. And I realized how determined I really was when it came to principles and values that really mattered to me. Um, throughout that situation, it was very, very, very hard. Right, very hard. Um, imagine, you know, just by the time you get to work, you've all, you know, you're on the road already for about two and a half hours before you even set foot, and then to leave and to pick them up, you know, you have to leave early. It was, it was a lot of, it was very difficult. I couldn't, you know, I couldn't move anywhere closer because I couldn't really afford any place, uh, any place near there at that point in time. Um, I couldn't afford any places near there, and I couldn't, you know, and I needed to be close enough to Jerusalem. So I realized that, hey, if I can do this, if I can focus and laser beam in on something that's important to me, and I can do this, and I, I can. I'm not allowing, you know, I'm not allowing them to be taken away. I said, I can use that same determination in order to do other things. I realized, why don't I take up on this opportunity if I'm in a different place in the country in order to open up my business, start taking business in other cities. Um, and it was throughout that time that I realized that I, I had an opportunity here uh, to open my business in areas that were closer uh, to the place where my uh, ex was living uh, and where I was living at the time where I had moved to. And, um, <clears throat> and I ended up moving from that city over to the city where I currently am, where my daughters are, Roshayan, um, you know Gal Gadot? Wonder Woman. Okay. Sure, you know Wonder Woman, right? Yeah. So Wonder Wonder Woman is is actually born in the city here where where I am right now. Where oh, I live. Oh, that's cool. Uh, yeah, yeah. Um, and so I made the move uh, about four months ago over here to be near my daughters. And, uh, and, you know, I moved from a really crappy-ass old building, that last building, to a nice new building, um, right near my, daughter, near my daughter's school. And I'm in the process, you know, of, of maintaining, you know, extracting myself, you know, from, from the work that I'm doing in, you know, in, in the other cities. I'm still making money there, but I'm learning how to create a business as opposed to, you know, a job that, I think I'm trying to take myself out of being at my work. I'm, uh, I have, I have uh, mold and water damage uh, remediation company. 
time. We do thermal imaging. Uh, and and I have a crew that works in Jerusalem. And I'm over here. I'm working on opening up my business in other parts of the country. And um, it was throughout this process um, that it was the same, that same determination, that same, you know, experience from, from all of that that I, I realized that, you know, I, I also could, it was actually, it wasn't just that, it was that situation, it was also another book that I read by Max Tegmark that actually really, really inspired me, uh, and also uh, Gary Vaynerchuk's uh, Crushing Up. Um, if you're familiar with Max Teg- Tegmark, he wrote a book called Our Mathematical Universe, uh, where he taught, it's a, it's where his opinions on, on the, the you know, uh, the, the makings of our universe and quantum physics and so on and so forth. But anyways, I had this epiphany where I realized that, you know, essentially anything is possible. And we as individuals, you know, if we, we live in this reality that if, you know, if we are able to imagine something, if we are able to picture something in our mind, that very thing is possible because that very thing is made of the same substance that our universe is made of. And if you look at all of the inventions, and if you look at all of insanity that is out there right now, these are all products that first came up in people's minds. And for myself, the idea that anything is possible and, and, and that really if we put our mind to it, that we can do anything, that it totally hit me. You know, combine that with the little Gary Vaynerchuk crunching it, um, and I was like, wow, I, you know, I can create a life that I desire, that I want, and, you know, and, and make a life that I want. So that's how, you know, single parents succeed came about. Um, that's how my Instagram page, if you guys check me out, at single parents succeed, you'll find me on there. Um, that's how it came about. And we are, uh, started off, you know, it was just selfies, me and my daughters, you know, I said, what, how can I, you know, begin to motivate, inspire other individuals? You know, I'm sure you're familiar with, you know, be, you know, be the change that you want to see, you know, and I, I want parents out there. I want more, you know, I want all parents and dads out there to, to really focus in on their kids. And I really want, you know, people out there to really, uh, realize the, 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 the enormous, you know, importance of our kids. And I also want people out there you know, to realize they have it within themselves to be able to create the life they want. And speaking to myself while I'm saying this, this is not just about like, you know, I did it. I'm doing it. I don't know if you're familiar. I have a hashtag that says grow with me. The idea of grow with me is that I'm doing it right now. I'm in the process right freaking now, trying to be a dad, the best dad that I can be. And I'm trying to create a life that I want and I create a life that I that I desire, and um, you know, and, and while I'm living it, I am enjoying it. It's full of ups and downs, also, but I'm finding my path, and I had to define what it is that I wanted to do with myself, and what you know, in order for myself to find the path, what it is that I really made me happy, you know. And I found that 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 motivating and modeling, uh, inspiring, is something that I truly um, to do I use for them to find their fire within themselves I that's everything that's everything for me so that's the idea behind single parents succeed and um, and we're working on uh, we're also working on a podcast then 
Uh, I'm going to have guests coming up, and, and the idea behind it is, 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 is about, you know, the people that are going to be starring on the podcast are, you know, single parent entrepreneurs, um, because that's freaking hard. I mean, it's all hard. Being a parent is hard. I'm sure being an entrepreneur is hard. Yeah. Let alone raising, you know what I mean? Like raising a kid and raising a business. Like, how the hell do they even do it? So, trying to find them, you know, trying to find them. And I just like what we're doing here, man. We're just, you know, I want to chat, talk about, you know, life, raising kids, and, and, and the magic that they are able to, you know, to conjure, you know, through, you know, creating businesses and creating lives that they want while, you know, raising kids. It's unreal, man. What would you... So, uh, uh, yeah. What would you say to, like, um, a new parent that's coming into being a new dad? I guess, like, a new parent, so, like, coming into the the new zone of being a father, what should this father be looking for, looking into? Does that make sense? Looking into, I think looking into himself, looking into how he perceives the world and how he perceives himself. I think that the, one of the main points and the main keys of being a good parent obviously is loving and giving them food you know like being a, a, all the basics and i think that that is key and, and human beings are do develop but ultimately speaking i think the way that we interact with the world is the way that we will interact with our kids and we will model it to our kids and i think that self-work uh, to work on ourselves is very, very key when it comes to raising kids. The more that we become aware and the more that we are able to learn and see our shortcomings and build off of that, the more we'll be open to learning to be a better parent and I think that that is really, really core because that 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 plays into that plays into everything that can plays into raising them when they're older. That plays into you know being with babies when when they're young. You know, it can be you know it can go from the micro to the macro. It goes from from the simple to the more complex. If we can be better human beings and better people, we will be better parents.